Hi, this is Jake Turner for the Turning Points Podcast. This is your home for the best guests, Calvin Watkins, sports writer for The Athletic, about to make his debut for BobMcGinnFootball.com. He is Mark Eccles. And the best takes you won't find anywhere else. And I don't like hype machines. Niners are going to be pretty good this year. No. Find this podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. It's time to get to the turning point of the sports world. Finally, NFL kickoff is about to happen. Tomorrow, the Falcons and the Eagles at 7 at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be an interesting game. The Eagles are a little banged up coming into this, but you know what? Why are you listening to me? This is why I brought on my very good friend. He is the Eagles reporter for 94WIP Sports Radio, also the host of the Eagles podcast, Go Birds. He's Elliot Shores Parks. And uh, first off, Elliot, this it just came out about a couple hours ago. But the Eagle Bud Light revealed this new statue uh, that had Doug Peterson and Nick Foles. What is this all about? Yeah, they got the. Uh, I mean, you knew when the Eagles won a Super Bowl, it would result in a statue one way or another. So this is probably just the first of many. But yeah, they put a statue, uh, you know, kind of uh, representing the Philly special play that they ran in the Super Bowl. It's Nick Foles talking to Doug Peterson. Uh, what's now become the famous scene of him asking for Philly, Philly. So. It's out outside of this outside of the stadium now, and I'm sure tomorrow night for the home open, there'll be plenty of fans uh, going to take a picture with it. What's your thoughts on that? Well, if you're Carson Wentz, you're probably thinking, "I want to get my own statue out there," <laughs> right? I mean, so that's probably part of it. But no, I mean, look, like when I saw when I was at the Super Bowl, I saw that play. You knew it was going to be an iconic moment. You knew it was going to be something that's going to be remembered forever in Philadelphia. So I'm not surprised at all to see uh, it get you know immortalized with the statue. Let's talk about the quarterback situation. Doug Peterson has been testy all week about this. Uh, what is the status of Carson Wentz? Well, so Carson Wentz won't be playing on Thursday night. Uh, he, you know, still taking some team reps in practice, and they've kind of ramped his work up after sitting him for a few weeks in the middle of training camp. But it's going to be Nick Foles against the Falcons, and so that, the real question is now: When does Wentz play? I mean, that was a big question throughout training camp. Now that we know it's not Week One, the countdown to his first start. We'll, we'll see how far that goes into the regular season. But just like it was for the Super Bowl, it'll be Nick Foles under center uh, on Thursday night. When do you think that he'll be behind center for the Eagles? It's a million-dollar question, right? I mean, it's, t- it's tough to say because it's going to be a doctor decision. We don't get to see how uh, Carson Wentz's, um, you know, how his tests look in terms of his leg, what they want to see from him. To, to put him back on the field you know so we're all just kind of speculating with outside reasons i mean you could say week three because it's at home and it's against a Colts team that's not that good you could say after the bye week because that's eight weeks and he'll be you know 11 uh, months at that point from a surgery so you can pick and choose all types of different reasons but at the end of the day you know doug peterson says he's close um carson wentz has said before that he's close so i would bet sooner rather than later He's Elliot Shore Parks, uh, Eagles reporter for 94WIP Sports Radio in Philadelphia, also the host of the Eagles podcast, Go Birds. Elliot, let's talk about the defense for a moment. They brought in the likes of Michael Bennett, and they really like him here. But what defensive linemen should fans be watching out for for the Eagles? Yeah, Derek Barnett certainly is, you know, on that short list. I mean, you mentioned Michael Bennett. He's a new face, so obviously 
people are going to be looking at him. But Derek Barnett coming off a rookie season in which he just got better each and each 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 week throughout throughout the uh, season. I mean, I think he had two or three sacks over a three week span towards the end. He recovered the fumble in the Super Bowl to, to help clinch the game. Going into his second year, I think he's going to see a lot more playing time, which is going to increase his productivity. But I think he's just going to be a better player. So I think Derek Barnett is prime for a, a big year. What does Bennett's presence mean for the likes of Barnett? Well, I mean, you know, the Eagles rotate their defensive ends a lot. Uh, the top four guys all play. They all play a considerable amount of snaps. Uh, and Bennett's going to play a lot of defensive tackle. I mean, the Eagles are without Timmy Jernigan. Uh, they're pretty thin at defensive tackle besides Fletcher Cox. So Bennett's a guy that in his career has moved in and out. He's had the ability to play both end and tackle. So I would think you'll see Barnett and Bennett on the field a lot together, especially on third downs when it's an obvious passing down. It's- Fans, let's talk about absence, and nothing more absent than NFL fans without their football. And just two weeks away, the Green Bay Packers will be taking on the Chicago Bears at Lambeau Field. But you know what? You need a little release. You can't just sit around waiting around because you just don't get that Packers talk. Well, there is some great news for you. In fact, Andy Herman of Cheesehead TV, this was his own concoction. He was able to gather over 20 people, including Zachary Jacobson, to talk about this. And it is called Pack-A-Day Podcast. Yes, it is your 24-7, 365-day-a-year podcast, courtesy of the Green Bay Packers. In fact, this is how dedicated we are. Are you ready for this? At 2 o'clock in the morning, myself and Mark Eckel, 32 years in the business, will be making his comeback for Bob McGinn Football. We did a 30-minute podcast and broke down the Packers and the Raiders post-game. We talked about who's what we believe is going to happen during cut day. Is there going to be any trades? I mean, that's just a sampling of what is able to happen with Pack-A-Day Podcast. In fact, there's a guarantee, a guarantee that Pack-A-Day Podcast, you will get one every single day of the week. And it doesn't matter what the news is. It's going to be Packers-centric. It is your home for Packers talk. It's 24-7, 365 day a year, Packer Day podcast. Now find it on iTunes, Buzzsprout. It's there. All you have to do, simple. Just go to Packer Day podcast, subscribe to it, and you're going to get access to some of the best Packer talk, Packer Day podcast, your 24-7, 365 day a year podcast of the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk, let's talk about uh, being banged up here for a minute. So no Matt Collins, no Elshon Jeffrey. What receivers are is Nick Foles going to be working with tomorrow night? Well, as you mentioned, no Alshon. Uh, Matt Collins hasn't even had, ha- in my opinion, hasn't had a great camp when he's been on the field, mm-hmm. but he won't be playing. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is going to be out there, and he's got a good matchup, I think, against Brian Poole, the Falcons' uh, nickel cornerback. Um, you know, Mike, Mike Wallace is a guy they signed in the offseason. They were hoping would, would be an upgrade over Torrey Smith, and I think he ultimately will be. Hasn't had the best training camp, you know, getting used to an offense, getting used to new quarterbacks. So you can kind of expect a slow start from him. But outside of that, it's a lot of unproven guys. Shelton Gibson, uh, you know, is going to get some playing time. DeAndre Carter might get some playing time. They brought back in Marcus Wheaton this week. Um, has, has played in the NFL, but never played a game for the Eagles. So the receiving position uh, is a question mark heading into Thursday night. You were also talking about uh, on Twitter, Jay Ajayi is a little banged up here. So is he good to go for Thursday, or is it going to be Corey Clement and Darren Sproles again? Yeah, Jay Ajayi should play. The Eagles just released their uh, 
injury report for the game, and he's he's not on it. So uh, it looks like he'll be able to play, which means they'll have their full complement of running backs. Um, and they're going to use a committee. I mean, J.J. is going to touch the ball, but it's going to be him. It's going to be Darren Sproles. It's going to be Corey Clement. You might even see Wendell Smallwood get in there for a snap or two. The Eagles really like the running back by committee approach. It's what made them one of the best rushing teams in the NFL last year. So I do think, uh, yeah, you'll see each of them, and you'll definitely see a Jai. The Eagles have gone through a transition in coaches as well. Frank Reich gone, John DeFlippo now in Minnesota. So who is now running the offense with uh, head coach Doug Peterson for the Eagles? Well, I mean, it's Mike, Mike Groh's the offensive coordinator now, and, you know, he has input for sure, but this is Doug's offense. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a former quarterback. He calls the play on Sundays. He helps design – I mean, he designs the plays with help from his coaches. And that's not to diminish the roles of the coaches, but this isn't, you know, like it, it wasn't like he was a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was a defensive head coach and he lost his offensive coordinator. I mean, the, the guy is still going to have a big say in the – he's still going to be the offense. So Mike Groh will help. Um, Doug listens to his coaches, but I'm not concerned as other people are about the fact that uh, they've lost these, these coaches. What's the atmosphere going to be like uh, Thursday night in Philadelphia? Yeah, it's going to be insane. I mean, this Eagles crowd always brings it. It's one of the best you know, sports towns uh, in the world, and the Eagles fan base certainly always bring the passion. So it's going to be crazy. I mean, it's the first time this team's ever won a Super Bowl. They're going to be lowering the banner or you know, really, uh, revealing it for the first time. I'm sure they'll have a lot of pregame festivities planned. Uh, you know, We'll see how that emotion carries into the game. It gets, it gets a really good Falcons team. And what about your emotion? Are, are you emotionally invested in this as well with the Eagles? <laughs> No, not a, no. I mean, you know, I cover the team uh, through the good and the bad. Uh, you know, obviously, I've, I always feel happy for uh, the fans that read my stuff when the team wins because I want them to be happy so they'll read my stuff. But, uh, no, nah, in terms of the Eagles winning or losing, that doesn't matter to me. He's Elliot Shore Parks, uh, Eagles reporter for 94 WIP Sports Radio and also the host of the Eagles podcast, uh, Go Birds. Uh, let's Let's bring up another injury here. Uh, you know, Jason Peters coming off a torn ACL and MCL. He's good to go for tomorrow night. Are they going to be watching him? Is he going to have limited snaps? Uh, well, he shouldn't have limited snaps. Uh, okay. No, I mean, he's going to be out there. He's going to start at left tackle. And, you know, a lot of the attention has been paid to Carson Wentz with good reason. He's the quarterback. But, you know, this guy's, uh, you could argue the defense, that the uh, left tackle position is the most important position on the football field outside of quarterback. So, you know, 36 years old, coming off a torn ACL and MCL, uh, we hasn't played in the preseason. I think it's fair to wonder what you'll see from him. I mean, he's one of the best left tackles of all time, so there's reason to be optimistic. But how he plays is certainly going to go a long way in deciding how this offense is able to move the ball. Now, speaking about being optimistic, a recent report came out yesterday that uh, cornerback Malcolm, Jen- excuse me, Malcolm Jenkins and the Philadelphia Eagles came to a restructuring in his contract. What does that mean for the Eagles in the future? Well, for this year, it opens up around $6 million of cap space. Now, since it's already week one, I would be surprised if the Eagles you know, committed an extra $6 million um, to any player. But the thing about the NFL is unused cap space from one year falls over to the next year. So it does open up more money for next offseason um, when the Eagles are cap-strapped. They're currently $24 million over the salary cap. Now, $20 million of that is to Nick Foles. You would think the chances of him seeing that are pretty slim. He'll either won't be back or they'll redo his deal. So they're not in, ter- in a terrible cap situation, but you could always use more space. Howie Roseman's always a guy that likes to wheel and deal. 
and there's a potential that Carson Wentz could land a new deal next offseason. So getting the cap space for Malcolm Jenkins is uh, is going to help this team in the future. Is Malcolm Jenkins and the Eagles going to stand pat with their protests last year? They all stood. Uh, Jenkins had a hand up in the air. Is that their plan for the anthem? You know, they, they don't really talk about it. I mean, they talk about the issues, but they mm-hmm. kind of like to keep what they're going to do a secret. Now, in the preseason, we've seen Malcolm Jenkins stay in the tunnel along with Michael Bennett okay. and uh, cornerback Devontae Bosby. So I would think that Bennett and Jenkins would be in the tunnel tomorrow night. But, you know, first game of the NFL season, huge stage. Uh, Jenkins doesn't take this lightly. He knows he mm-hmm. has a stage. He likes to use it to talk about the issues he thinks are important. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's certainly going to be something to keep an eye on tomorrow night. I think he's I think he's done the best job possible, you know, the t-shirts, the signs and just being very non-vocal with what his message is all about here. And I mean, what what does that mean because, you know, on your Twitter account, that's like your pin there. So you mm-hmm. were there when uh, Malcolm Jenkins was doing this, wasn't weren't you? Yeah, I mean, Jenkins is a guy that the more you get to know him, you realize that he really cares about these issues. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. he loves football. He loves playing in the NFL. But he loves, you know, getting out of the community, making a difference, using these issues, using his platform to talk about these issues he cares about. And the, the tweet that you have referenced is one day he came to his locker. Everyone mm-hmm. had a lot of questions for him, and he just had posters with stats about social justice issues he cares about. So, um, obviously, with this issue, it's a hot-button issue in the NFL. Some people feel some type of way about it, and other people don't. Um, but I would just say from seeing Jenk, from knowing Malcolm up close, mm-hmm. seeing him every day, he does really care about this issue. Whether you agree with it or not, I think everyone can at least respect the fact that it's something he's passionate about and puts a lot of work into. Couldn't agree more. Now, on a lighter note, um, I was reading your predictions for the Eagles. You had them going 12-4 and four this year. But you talked about how there might be a slow start to the Eagles, but you have a winning four of their first five games here. So what constitutes as a slow start for the Eagles this year? Well, I think I think they'll get out and go five and three in their first eight. Now, they only okay. lost three games all last year. So I would mm-hmm. say losing three in their first eight, you know, it's not ideal, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of slow start, I just think this team won't be kicking on on, sale, on all cylinders until late in the year just because of the things we've talked about. The injuries, uh, you know, getting Wentz back, um, you know, maybe a potential Super Bowl hangover. So I really think the Eagles are going to finish strong. I think they, they could win seven of their last eight games and really go into the playoffs on a hot streak. But I think early on, uh, they might not play great, but just because of their opponents, they have the Colts, they have the Buccaneers, um, they have the Giants week six. I think you could see them win some games that uh, aren't pretty. What team on the schedule do you believe is going to be the toughest for the Eagles? Their trip to New Orleans is not going to be easy. I mean, playing in New Orleans is never easy. The Saints are one of the best teams in the NFL. This is a potential NFC Championship preview, and it could decide where the NFC cha- where the NFC Championships played. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's going to be the toughest game on their schedule. Final question: What NFC East team scares the Eagles the most? Well, I don't think any of them should scare the Eagles. The Eagles are <laughs> far and away the best team. But I mean, look, the thing is, no teams there's hasn't been a repeat champion in the NFCs for like 13 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what's going to happen. I think the Cowboys are the best of the three. I'm not a believer in the Giants. And I don't think the Washington Redskins are much more than a five or six win team. So of all the teams that have potential, I think the Giants have the most to kind of surprise everyone and win nine games, ten games, and maybe give the Eagles a little bit of push for that division title. He's Elliot Shore Parks, uh, Eagles reporter for 94 WIP Sports Radio and also the host of the Eagles podcast, Go Birds. Okay, 
Uh, I understand that you got to get going here. You know, you got the game tomorrow night here. Um, just uh, tell uh, my audience where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Elliot Shore Parks, um, and then you can read me online at 94WRP.com. Elliot, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Yep, no problem. Talk to you soon, man. All right, thank you. All right, that was uh, Elliot Shore Parks, Eagles reporter for 94WIP Sports Radio and also the host of the Eagles podcast, Go Birds. You can find him on Twitter at Elliot Shore Parks. All right, so we're going to take time out here. Coming up, we're going to be joined by Matt Lombardo to talk about the New York Giants. Stick around. Turning Points is just getting started right here on Die Hard Sports Radio. The headline for this fight should be Legend Kills. This is 